Welcome to The Closing Room, brought to you by Capital Title Insurance Agency. The Closing Room is an interview show where our guests are other professionals in the real estate services industries who all have the same goal, help the customer get to The Closing Room. I'm your host, Tom Lico, and my co-host today is the Director of Sales and Marketing for Capital Title, Lisa R. Hey, Lisa, thanks again for being my co-host. Anything new in your world? Just kind of playing along in this crazy market, yeah, tight market for real estate right now. Things are selling quick. Um, well, there's a newer concept in residential real estate refil- referred as the iBuyer concept. And this has led to the Real Estate One family of companies to create a new division called House Hop. And we have the person leading that initiative with us. So please introduce today's guest. Great. Well, our guest today is a graduate of Baylor University. He's an avid fisherman and has real estate in his blood. He's worked in finance, lending, and title, and is now the manager of House Hop, a division of the Real Estate One family of companies, as you stated. If you close your eyes while he's talking, you might mistake him for another one of our organization's leaders. So join us in welcoming Evan Elsie. Welcome, Evan, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm, I'm honored uh, to be on your guys' uh, podcast <laughs> or whatever you call this. Yeah, it's a video podcast, I guess. Uh, can you do us a favor and just start off and give us a 30 to 60 second elevator pitch on what House Hop is all about? 30 to 60 second. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. I, if you go over, I won't penalize you. <laughs> so um, many of you have probably heard of iBuyers, which I'm not going to go in, into a ton of detail um, right now on what that is, but they're basically offering different solutions to sellers to sell their home. It's sort of the Uberization of the, the, the housing market. So this is a solution for people that decide they, for whatever reason, they don't want to put their home on the market, list with an agent, do showings, do inspections, do appraisals, et cetera. It's basically a cash offer for their home. Where we're a little bit different than the big national iBuyers is we're only doing this in our backyard. So this is the market that we're in that, we, that we've been in for a long time. And we, we like to think we know better than anybody. So it's Oakland, Macomb, Wayne, and Washtenaw counties. We're actually going to look at the properties and meet with the sellers and referring agents if there is one. Um, that's also different from the national iBuyers. Uh, and it's a solution for, for sellers who don't want to sell their home to a cash buyer for you know, 75, 80 cents on the dollar. That's not good for any seller. And maybe listing their home is not the right, the right option for them. So this is sort of bridges that gap or that need for, for the consumer or the homeowner. So you've talked about a couple of reasons why a seller might want to, might be enticed by house hop. Are there any other reasons why, you know, a seller or a realtor would want to connect with you guys? So this is generally going to be good for, uh, if you're an agent and you're go into a listing presentation and you're talking to a potential client and maybe they inherited the property, um, you know, from a, from a parent, or maybe there's multiple siblings in like an estate or a trust situation. Maybe they live out of state, um, homes that need, you know, a good amount of work that maybe aren't moving ready. And the seller either doesn't have the desire, um, or capacity, uh, 
to be able to, you know, put the time in and, and money to fix up that property to then get it ready to put on the market to fetch, you know, top dollar um, in today's market. Or maybe it's a timing issue. If they have a life event where they're, um, they need to move quickly, they need funds quickly, uh, they have a job change, a life change, a family change. Fleeing uh, the country, maybe. <laughs> they're, they're fleeing, they're fleeing to Canada. Um, and they, maybe they, they just don't have, you know, the time to, you know, not only wait once you get it under contract and you're looking at, you know, 30 to 60 days to close, but all the prep time before that, meeting with agents, um, getting the home ready, pictures, okay. staging, cleaning, uh, all that stuff that happens sort of behind the scenes before that home even pops up on the market. That can be, you know, a several month process. Right. Um, so this is, is an alternative solution uh, for, for somebody that, that doesn't fit, fit in their needs. And then Hop is a cash buyer too. So that makes it a lot easier. How different is Hop from a, a getting a, from a seller getting another cash offer, just eliminating all those other things you talked about or anything else with that? So I'd say the biggest difference is a lot of cash buyers, they're looking to make a lot of money on a few flips. We've all seen the HGTV shows. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, there's kind of a frenzy um, surrounding Right. Fixing and flipping, it's a very kind of popular space that anybody can get into, you know. Um, mm. And people want to make a lot of money on, on their flips. Whereas we're part of the Real Estate One family of companies. We're, we're the largest broker in Michigan. We have several large affiliate companies like Capital Title, one of the largest title companies in Michigan. We're not looking to do one or two of these a year and make a ton of money and, and rip off, um, you know, a seller or, or, you know, kind of a grandma house is always the example given. We're looking to do a lot of these transactions at a lower margin and help out our agents provide a product for the consumer that's not really in our market yet and, and really just gain market share and, and create a solution in the marketplace. So I know like speed seems to be one of those um, reasons why a seller might want to work with um, something like house hop. But what if I don't want to sell fast because there's no place to go with this tight market? Right. Right now, that's a major uh, hot topic with agents and sellers and sort of a conundrum as to why. Uh, part of the reason, one of probably many reasons why we have such an inventory shortage, and this is a great solution for something like that, because we can close in a week, or we can close in three months. Um, we can give the seller occupancy. I'm not going to guarantee a, a, um, a set amount of occupancy that will give it. It's kind of going to be on a deal by deal basis, but at the very minimum, we're going to provide a couple weeks of occupancy. If there's a seller situation that, um, you know, where we could provide a solution where we could provide a lot more occupancy than that as well. 
But so on the, on the short end, we can close really in a matter of days as soon as the title company is ready. Mm -hmm. um, if the seller wants to close, you know, ASAP. Yeah, you offer a lot of flexibility that maybe the average seller wouldn't. A lot of flexibility, that's right. Yeah. That's so. That's that's obviously a key difference. How does that end up uh, with the cost versus a traditional sale? So you know, we believe that the best way to maximize your net proceeds uh, on selling your home, you know, us being a large established broker, is to list your home with one of our fine agents when it's all ready to go to solicit offers from from buyers and accept the best one get through the inspection get through the appraisal if there is one and get to the finish line that's you know the, the very core of our of our business but like you know we talked about that's not going to be best for everyone right. that's where house hop comes in <clears throat> so typically in our market you know, a, a seller is going to pay 6% in commission um, to a listing uh, agent and a buyer's agent, which is negotiable, of course. For, for house hop, instead of paying commission to agents, you're going to pay a transaction fee. So that transaction fee is going to usually be about 9%. So that's 3% more than the traditional commission structure in our markets. But it doesn't take into account um, stuff like inspection addendums, okay? It doesn't take into account seller concessions. It doesn't take into account low appraisals. Right. So while, while we typically the cost is going to be higher for selling the house hop, it's not always going to be quite as black and white as 6% versus 9%. Right. Because of, of those other, you know, costs that are very common in our real estate transactions. Right. The nickel and dime stuff that adds up in a hurry. <laughs> Is House Hop the only uh, iBuyer option in Michigan? So I can't say that it's the only iBuyer option, but I do know that none of the major iBuyer players are in our market. Mm -hmm they have not come into, into Michigan and they've mostly stayed away from sort of our neck of the woods, you know, the Midwest, um, mm -hmm. the North in general um, with some exceptions. But I think that, that maybe some of them, they, they don't feel real confident in, you know, accurately providing values for our properties because a lot of our properties are, are unique. They're not cookie cutter. We have houses with crawl spaces, slabs, Michigan basements, basements. We have right. all architectural styles. We have lots of houses built, you know, before 1960. Right. So that's, I think, a, another uh, value proposition for, for us is we know this market really well. We're not looking to go do this in Texas. Right. We're doing this in our own backyard and we're not sitting in a, you know, a cubicle in San Francisco, right. upping out, you know, offers on houses in, in Michigan. Yeah, it and seems also like we're oh, looking at the properties ourselves. 
Right. Yeah. In Silicon Valley, they just have these algorithms and they crank it out in a place like Phoenix, which is a relatively newer uh, market. You know, most houses probably built after 1980, very homogeneous. None of them have basements, you know, a lot more cookie cutter stuff. So probably newer communities is that appeal because there's less variables where, gosh, we had a huge population in 1925 and in 1950, we had two million people. So there's a lot of homes over a you know, uh, over the past century, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. That doesn't fit into all those algorithms in Silicon Valley. (laughs) No, no. So when I, when I'm at the the intersection and I see those little posted signs on the telephone pole and it says, we buy houses for cash. Is that an iBuyer too? Someone, or is that just private investors or what are those? So, so usually when you see those signs, those are either going to be you know, cash investors, but more often than not, they're going to be what are called wholesalers, which are sort of middlemen between a seller and an end cash buyer. So the thing about wholesalers is they take usually sometimes a, um, a large assignment fee when they when they sell a property. So the inter, as an intermediary between the seller and the investor. So I recently bought a property for 55,000. I'm not going to say where it was, (laughs) but the, the wholesaler made a $20,000 assignment fee. Um, So the, the seller only got 35,000 for that sale. So the wholesaler made almost as much uh, in proceeds on that sale as the seller did. So that's the worst scenario for a seller. Yeah. Um, whereas if, if, if that seller would have came to me direct, I still would have probably given them 55,000, but there would have been, they would have got the whole 55,000. There wouldn't have been um, a $20,000 gap there. That's, that's big. So let's say I'm needing to sell my home. And, or there, I know of a seller who wants to uh, maybe consider house hop. What's the process? How does that work? So whether you're a seller or an agent that's referring one of your clients or prospective clients to house hop, the process is usually going to go get in touch with me. We talk about the property. If it is a potential fit, we'll quickly be able to go out there and look at the house with the seller or agent or both. Uh, just based on the seller's schedule, but we're able to move, you know, really quickly in a matter of, of a day or two. After that, a day or two later, the seller or the agent would have an offer from us on the property. That offer would have fewer contingencies than a typical offer, but we still sometimes will reserve the right to do another inspection, like a sewer scope, for example, things like that, just to make sure we're covered. Sometimes we'll, we'll do sort of the inspection when we do the showing, but we will, we will reserve the right to uh, you know, do it, put an inspection contingency in the offer. We do that quickly if there was one. Uh, we would be a lot less nitpicky than a typical buyer's uh, inspection where they're really looking at you know, every little thing because you know, they might be a first time home buyer moving into a house, they wanna make sure it's good to go we come from a little bit of a different uh, angle there. Uh, 
But once we get through that, uh, you know, we'd be able to close as soon as the title company's ready and the seller wants to, whether that's one week or, you know, a month or two months, it could be a week and they give them, you know, two weeks of free occupancy, something like that. But it's a pretty, it's a pretty streamlined process. So a uh, question I have is what are the criteria you're looking for in buying the houses? Are you more in the lower end or the high end or what, what are you looking for? So our, our parameters are, are um, pretty inclusive. They're, they're broad. Um, and and I'll, I'll preface this by saying we do make exceptions uh, to all of these. Um, but generally some of these things will, um, some of the exclusions um, would be reasons why, you know, we wouldn't come look at a house. Um, so, uh, so um, houses that are 150 to about 400,000. So that's sort of our purchase price range. But again, we'll look below that. We'll look above that. Uh, generally going to be three bedroom, a thousand square feet. Um, Oakland, Macomb, Wayne, Washtenaw counties. They could be houses that are moving ready, um, you know, newer built. Um, or they could be much older houses that need uh, anywhere from a little bit of work to a lot of work. Generally, the, th thing, the, the things that we would look to exclude would be homes that are on major roads, uh, attached condos, lakefront properties, properties that are on large pieces of land. So kind of like specialized kind of unique properties we'd sometimes want to pass on you mostly want things that are going to turn in the market quickly right? yeah but we're but we're we're a lot more inclusive than like you know the the, the large i buyers will have like really tight buy box parameters mm -hmm. we're pretty open as far as you know we'll spend you know we'll when we go to go in to fix a house up you know we'll spend ten thousand and we'll spend six figures on a rehab um so we're okay you know taking on larger projects, homes that need more work, older homes. If the value is going to be there in the end, you know, then it's worth the investment. Just curious why you said not lake properties, because aren't those typically a premium or it's just a lot more? Well, lakefront properties can be a little bit more specialized, a little harder to value. And um, right. I think that they can be more seasonal as far as when you, when is the best time to sell them. So if we, you know, buy a lakefront property in October, it, it might be a little hard to sell it in January. Maybe not in this market, but like typically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just stuff like that. But again, we'll, we're entrepreneurial. Yeah. We're in growth mode. So we will definitely make exceptions. That's great. Uh, and it's just, what's always impressive is with real estate, one family of companies that have been around since 1929, constantly evolving with the marketplace. So it's cool you know, taking on uh, this initiative as well. How long have you been, uh, House Hop's a fairly new in, uh, initiative. When did this get started? We started piloting House Hop and kind of started marketing it internally uh, only in Oakland County back, I think in the fall of 2019. So it's relatively new. Um, we did our first few deals um, sort of after we launched it. And then, you know, our lives changed a little bit and we were shut down for a few months. Yeah. We got up and running again. 
expanded to Macomb County. So we were doing um, Oakland, Macomb, and Wayne. Um, bought a you know a few more houses, and then uh, eventually we expanded into offering um, house hop in our Washtenaw market. Okay, great. That's uh, interesting stuff. I got a quick question in our intro. We mentioned you went to Baylor University. I don't know anyone from Michigan who ends up in Baylor University in Waco, Texas. How'd you end up down there? Uh, it was pretty random. I, I can't say there was a whole lot of rhyme or reason why. I, ended up there. <laughs> I just knew that I wanted to get south and to get out of Michigan and go, some, go to school somewhere in the south. I ended up visiting Baylor. And I don't know, Tom, if you've you know, paid attention to the recent sports current events or anything like that. Yes. But um, congratulations to your basketball team. Yeah, our national <laughs> which uh, I had the pleasure of being at, which was very cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, pretty that's exciting for, for little old Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's a private school, isn't it? A smaller yeah, university? Private Baptist school. Okay. I think about 12,000 or 14,000 students. And the, where is Waco, Texas? That is, what's the nearest big city? Waco is halfway between DFW and Austin. Okay. On I-35. Yep. Which can still be a long way in Texas. You could drive forever there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Like wherever you're going, once you leave Texas, you're halfway there, wherever you're going, right? <laughs> well, especially if you start going west, like out yeah. towards El Paso. Right. You could get to like, I don't know, the panhandle of Florida from Michigan from uh, yeah. if you're coming from like southeast Houston and heading to El Paso. Funny. Well, now it's time for our Up Close from a Distance segment. So this is where we take a minute to get to know you a little better while maintaining our social distance. I'm going to ask you 10 questions and I need the first answer that comes to your mind and you have 60 seconds. Are you ready? Oh boy. All right. <laughs> it won't be hard. Uh, how many years did you live in Houston, Texas? In Houston, I lived there for four and a half years. Okay. What's the first concert you attended? All right. I think the first concert I attended was, um, the first memorable concert I attended was Blink-182 in eighth grade. Okay. Uh, what has better fishing, Galveston Bay or Lake St. Clair? Oh, man. Well, if you guys, for you, that don't, you guys that don't know, Galveston Bay is the, uh, is the um, upper coast of the uh, Gulf Coast of Texas. Um, I would have to say, just because of year round, I would have to say Galveston Bay. But I love Lake St. Clair smallmouth fishing as well. Okay. Uh, do you prefer coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. Okay. I, I'm a prolific coffee drinker. Okay, because I know your dad's a tea guy, so I was curious right. where you fell in. Uh, what fishing excursion is on your bucket list? All right. Fishing excursion bucket list would be to go to uh, the Thousand Islands, which is like this, where the St. Lawrence River meets Lake Ontario at the New York mm -hmm. Canada border. That would probably be number one. Wow. I never, I never would have thought of that. Uh, as a teenager, did you watch Family Guy or South Park? I didn't like South Park. I don't like, 
I don't like animated television. My okay. friends always rip on me about that. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I don't know. I can't relate to them. <laughs> um, what high school won the Division Four State Baseball Championship in 2004? Lutheran Northwest, <laughs> which I uh, was a designated hitter on our state championship baseball team in the okay. seven hole, I mind you. Okay. I had some power in the seven hole, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, who was your first celebrity crush? First celebrity crush? Okay. You guys remember the show Seventh Heaven mm-hmm. with Jessica yeah. Beale? It wasn't Jessica Beale, it was her younger little sister her younger sister lucy i think i don't know the actress's name oh and also topanga from boy meets world okay. <laughs> uh when channel surfing what movie makes you just put the remote down and finish watching that show probably Step Brothers. okay <laughs> and then last question would you rather have season tickets for the pistons lions or tigers well i'm kind of a partial i have like a half I split a ticket, a season ticket for the Lions, which is not something you always want to admit to, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would have to say definitely the Lions. Okay. A, you know, glutton for punishment. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, you got 10 for 10, so you did win our home version of the game. It's <laughs> 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 into you. Uh, if any of our viewers are interested in learning more about House Hop, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Okay, I think, so the best way to get a hold of me, uh, if you have any property that you think might even be a potential fit, if you're an agent, if you're a seller, uh, 248-770-1917 is my phone number. Give me a call. You can also text me. You can also email me. My email is pretty easy. It's my first and last name, evanlc at realestateone.com. Okay. Well, that's our show for this week. So thanks you, uh, thank you again, Evan, for uh, joining us today. Um, also, thank you to our sponsor, uh, Capital Title, for making this possible. And to our viewers, hang on for a few seconds and you can view our humorous meme of the week. And we hope to see you next time in the closing room. Mm-hmm.